Welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. We got a two-man show today. Yee! I'm Ian, and I'm here with... Michael. How's it going, dude? Good. You know, it's been hella smoky mm-hmm. all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Right before I fucked up the um, the first time we started to try and record, I was going to say, it's like, when it's really smoky and you can tell the sun's out, but it's so smoky that it's like, it's, it seems like the sun is still rising. It feels it, like you're stuck weird. in morning or like sunrise or sunset all day. Like Anna's mom came to visit this weekend and uh-huh. we went on, went on a hike with all of us in Parker. It literally felt like we're going like at sundown. It Damn, didn't. Yeah. I didn't Where'd like you go it. hike? We just went to Forest Park. Oh, okay. That way we went further down so yeah. it was just nice and just yeah. cooler. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, I was gonna... It's like, damn, dude, if you went and hiked, like... Oh, God, I'm not... Yeah. I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Yeah, you didn't hike-hike. It was like a nature walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that's another reason why I didn't go to the Sounders game yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't go up to Seattle, because, yeah. like, I'm not going to drive with no AC, with the oh, windows down. yeah. Yeah, that would have been really bad for you. Heaven shit. Um, How's your weekend, though? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty basic. Like, didn't do anything too special. Yeah. Um, my last... My youngest sister uh, went off to college. Oh, God. Yeah. And so, I mean... Yeah, how does I, that feel? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it's... It's just crazy. Like, I'm really, like, happy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she has worked really hard. She's valedictorian and everything, so she she's well on her way. Um, it doesn't really make me feel, like, old, I guess, but mm-hmm. it does, like, it puts things in perspective, like, how fast time does really go by. Yeah. Because um, I was old enough to remember when she was born and mm-hmm. all that and seeing her grow up and everything, so I'm sure it makes my parents feel old. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, not so much for me. But that was probably, like, the most exciting or, like, big thing that happened for me this yeah, weekend. And I wasn't even there. I was just, like, <laughs> on the group chat getting all the pictures. You are there in spirit. The dorm- yeah, getting the pictures of the dorm Where's she going to school? Uh, Boise State. Ah, good shit. Yeah, yeah. Smurf turf. Smurf turf. Um, but, yeah, anyways, back on track a little bit. Uh, we have a pretty exciting show for you today just based on the action that happened over the weekend so we'll, we'll briefly touch on the league's cup final which um that's done and dusted so you probably know the result by now um and then we'll move on to our cascadia teams sounders faced off against atlanta at home uh timbers on the road against houston and then whitecaps hosted san jose right yes, sir. all right um a little bit little spoiler disappointing weekend for <laughs> really Cascadia. really depressing <laughs> um but we'll take a deeper dive into that and then um i think it'd be cool to touch back circle back to league's cup and talk about um just the tournament that was what we saw what we liked what we didn't like stuff like that but what we hope can change yeah for the next what one. we hope can change we might have some good ideas I think we will. Yeah. But, Our main know. idea guy, Max, isn't here. I know. He's so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Quick break. League's Cup 2023 came to a close on Saturday. And it was a good game, to be yeah. honest. It was, yeah. a, it was so much fun to watch. Uh, Nashville uh, ended up losing yeah. after penalties, 9-10. Yep. yep. So, yeah. It ended regulation 1-1. And then an 11-round shootout. Oh, Jesus. Thanks to uh, Drake Calendar Drizzy, dude, blasting the ball into the net. Oh, he and took, he, <laughs> he took the final penalty for Miami. Yes. Made the last save. Really? Oh yeah. So he scored his, turned around and saved a PK. To he, end oh it. yeah, he was like he was quick dude, on his feet. Too. That's that is 
baller status. If like, anybody hasn't like watched the highlights for this game, watch yeah. the penalty kiss picks kicks because it was just a lot of fun. No, that's legendary, dude. Oh my god. No wonder he got called into the last um, U.S. men's national team. Oh, I, I, think, I think he's good, and I, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't take making a PK and then saving one to convince me that he was good. No, yeah. It's like, okay, now it's super obvious. His stock is definitely up, that's for yeah. sure. Messi, Oof. of course, scored the opening goal. Yeah, and it was vintage Messi, right? I mean, oh, my God, it was beautiful. S- gets the ball and, like, more towards the left wing, cuts in on his left, few tight dribbles, and then curls it with his left foot. <sighs> to the to the near post at that point no one's gonna beat that no i mean yeah he's it was really cool to see that goal it's just like that's barca that would yeah that was yeah yeah, (laughs) 10 goals one assist in seven games that's absurd yeah that's absurd that's the perfect word it was just not even fair and then uh, Fafa Picol got the goal and for he, Nashville. he had a great tournament as he well. He had a really good tournament. Honestly, yeah. the whole Nashville team had a good tournament. Yeah. At the start, I didn't think they were going to do too hot because they, their league forms and kind of up and down. Yeah. But, nah. Yeah. They, they, they know, impressed me today. I would like to go back and listen to our recording right before the tournament started. Like our predictions, yeah. for Nashville. I forget, but. I feel like we, I feel like we said they were going to get out of the group. I think we did, yeah. We yeah. didn't think Miami was going to do shit, even with Messi potentially coming in. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look at us now. When we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. foot in our mouth. Um, what do you make of the game? Obviously, not a super high scorer. Um, you only got to see one Messi um, banger. <laughs> yeah, but what do you make of it otherwise? Otherwise, it's it pretty pretty back and forth. Okay. Natural were the better team. Yeah, like they probably they played at home. Mm-hmm. They should have won. They yeah. had a lot. Of, they created a lot of chances. Miami kind of played on the on the back foot quite a bit. Oh, Obviously, wow. like uh, Jordi Alba, Busquets, Messi, Joseph, mm-hmm. Robert. Everyone was really good. The attacking was really good. Yeah, right. Just defending, they were kind of yeah. They were kind of nervous. Drake yeah. Callender kept them in the game, as he did a few times as, in this yeah. tournament for sure. Um, well, that's that's good to hear that it was you know. Even if you're a neutral, which I don't see how you could even be a neutral in that game. It's just yeah, like no, messy. Yeah, <laughs> like Miami needs to win this as it's perfectly scripted. Mm-hmm. But um, it's good to hear that as a neutral, it was probably still really entertaining. Oh to yeah, watch. for any like any soccer fan, it was a good. It was yeah. a good MLS game to match. Damn, dude, I can't believe like, I can't believe they did it. Like it's. <laughs> It's crazy. It, was, it felt scripted, but also yeah. at the same time it didn't because there were so many times where they could have lost, like, right. like especially against Dallas. Yeah, this one. Yeah, and I mean, I guess like yeah, it did. I I agree with the statement that it felt a little scripted, but it also kind of like it adds up. I mean, yeah, if it was just messy, if there was no Busquets, if there was no um, Jordi Alba, if uh, Robert Taylor didn't flip the switch like he did, mm-hmm. like. A lot of guys have stepped up. Yeah, they have. Um, and I think there still would have been a level of that if it was just Messi. But the fact but that the you, other... add in, you add in Busquets and Jordi Alba. Um, it's just... It, I mean... That Barca DNA, baby. Yeah, yeah. And now they're going to come back um, ML, to MLS. I wonder... I don't even know when their next game is. Uh, they have a game on Wednesday in the U.S. Open Cup against Cincinnati. Oh. Get them. They need to have an MLS game. God, uh, but Cincinnati will be a good. Cincinnati will be a good game. Yeah. yeah, they do have a game on Saturday, I believe, oh, against wow, New York Red Bulls. Yeah. Okay. So um, Messi probably won't 
either won't start in one of those games, yeah. but he's going to play probably regardless. Probably the Open yeah. Cup, I feel. I mean, because they have work to do in MLS. They sit yeah, they need bottom. To, I don't know if they're dead last in the East, but they're... They are dead last they in the East, dead yeah. Last. So, yeah, they got some work to do. I mean, yeah, if I was Tata, I'm, I might not even play. I'd be like, look, you, you just want us a trophy. Like Rest up. Yeah, rest up. Let's get back in the playoff picture in MLS because that's going to take some freaking work. Yeah. And if they even draw one game, it'll take a miracle to get them to get out, I think. Really? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a win out. They have to literally win out to even like secure a playoff spot. Yeah. Maybe if they get like one or two draws, they can yeah. scrape by into that like playoff play in, play in, whatever, yeah. whatever. But like, okay. Well, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Work cut out. Um, the MLS windows close, so. There won't be anyone new coming in to help them. I think they have the fun. I mean, they have the funding for it. I mean, yeah. if they really want to bring somebody in, they, but they can bring they in a free could... agent until okay. September 2nd. Okay. Well, you never know. I mean, yeah, at right? this point. Um, so, yeah, first game back in MLS plays against the Red Bull. Um, do we know if that's home or away for Miami? It's away. It's in New Jersey. Okay. Well, that's a pretty big stadium. That'll be a good turnout. It'll be the most... Um, people in that stadium in a long time. <laughs> at least a few years, yeah. Yeah, they better... Um, it's already sold out. They, yeah, of course. They better stock up on their concession um, employees and stuff. Like, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> They've had problems with that. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they, they'll probably hire some, like, temp people. Yeah. To, <laughs> you guarantee To get will, through yeah. the night. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Miami 2023 Leagues Cup champions. Um, with that win, obviously they get the trophy. They probably get. There's probably some sort of financial incentive there. Um, um, from what I keep reading, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not understanding right if it's like a four forty million dollar like pool prize uh, pool for everyone, yeah, or if it's just like forty million dollars outright. No, way. which would be insane. That's more than Champions League winners. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Champions League only gets like. 15 something like that so um i'm guessing it's probably a pool it has to be where like that would make no sense the money goes like the top five or whatever teams um and then on top of that they if you know even if they didn't win that game they still qualified for um, champions league champions league or champions cup now champions cup my bad stop changing the names on i know jesus christ um so yeah super successful run of play for Miami yeah. in so many ways and gotta I, give like, their props yeah and like i don't know about you but there's a buzz about um obviously about miami but i think it's it's just shooting mls's stock through the oh, roof higher yeah it's crazy like i i would like to see the um the viewership of the League's Cup final. Oh, they haven't um, released it yet, but I'm excited to yeah. see the numbers. Yeah, so, I mean, the cool. semifinals were hitting, like, just on Apple was, like, 700K. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that probably broke every... Yeah, like, that's, that's not even counting record. the Spanish yeah. networks either, so... Right. Okay, well, yeah, exciting stuff. Messi's here. <laughs> game you saw he conquered. Now let's see if he can get them into the playoff picture. Yeah. That's that'll be the true test. Yeah, exactly. Um, is there anything else you want to add on? Otherwise, no, my throat's drying out from all this damn smoke. This goddamn smoke. So, quick water break, and we're gonna come back and talk about the unfortunate return to MLS play for <laughs> the Cascadia teams. We are back on the air, and 
and we're going to talk about our Cascadia teams. Um, so off the top, I'll just run off the scores of each game really quick, and then we'll do our deeper dives. Yeah, Sound good? let's do it. All right, so the Timbers traveled to Houston, where they lost 5-0. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, not a great result, obviously. Um, you, it's tough to win on the road, uh, but you never want to make that much no. mess of it. Uh, and then Vancouver played host to San Jose. They lost 1-0 in what was a pretty exciting game, yeah. I think. Um, and then the Sounders lost at home as well, 2-0 to Atlanta United. What a surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a train wreck at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, looping back to Timbers going to Houston kick us off michael what what the hell happened that was here? just uh she's they got decimated yeah after and they had a, we just last episode finished we were talking praising about, them yeah, like they had a good transfer window good, good lease cup. cup everything's looking up and then you go and lay, lay an egg like that that's rough like it looked like a completely different team yeah it, i didn't watch the game which <laughs> I unfortunately maybe I, maybe I should watch the replay. Five goals. That's that's exciting. I think it's worth to watch it just as like a warning for some players and yeah. some teams. Like, yeah. don't fuck around. Yeah, and maybe don't underestimate Houston. I don't, I really know. don't think that's even it. I think yeah. the Timbers are just that bad. Like it literally okay. felt like we were kind of talking about this before we started recording, but the look like the Timbers just kind of gave up right mm-hmm. from the get go. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. first goal was scored and what the fifth minute yeah and it went bang bang bang. it was like 5 13 20 something yeah it was literally like, three nil by the time yeah. it was like 20 minutes in yeah like, game was done and dusted before half yeah um there was no climbing out of it there was like no positives for the timbers yeah geo made subs at halftime try to bring in blanco uh, yeah, and a couple others yeah, try to change the tides changes, yeah if anything them kind of made it worse that's always a shot in the dark, I feel like. I mean, yeah, so you're making subs at halftime. You're kind it's... of just throwing all, throwing everything at it. Yeah. Like, Yikes. I felt bad mm-hmm. watching this. Yeah. After we, like, we were just saying we were praising them so hard. But, yeah. like... I feel like Houston is one of those MLS teams, too, where whether you're going to play there or they're coming to you, as a fan, at least, you're like, okay, this is a very winnable game. Like, Houston's never, for, at least... They haven't been for a long time mm-hmm. now. Never super threatening. No, but they're dangerous when they want to be. Yeah, and they, to their credit, they've had a decent season so far. Yeah, they have. Yeah, um, to their standards for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think they're um, gonna like wow the average fan. But if you know how they usually are, it's yeah. been decently successful so far. But um, yeah, for the Timbers to go there and come home with a result like that that's rough and it got to, even worse it got even worse this morning so yeah. at what was it no it was like at 5 p.m today yeah okay. the timbers announced that geo savarese has been fired immediately Jeez. and his assistant is taking over for the next nine games oh they're just gonna finish the season with his assistant as far as i know yeah wow so it was well, literally just him that's been sacked okay Jeez. Which, yeah, that's not unheard of, but normally it's like, I feel like rarely do um, organizations come out and say, this assistant's just going to finish the season. They mm-hmm. just say, interim, and we're going to look for a guy in the meantime. Yeah. Um, damn. So yeah, Gio's gone. My reaction to that was, 
Um, I feel like if you talk to passionate Timbers fans, they would say it's overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, he yeah, he took them to two MLS Cups. Two MLS Cup finals, one win. But, I mean, both of those finals that they went to, I mean... They you could you could make the argument they had yeah. no business being no there. yeah especially the one in Atlanta like yeah. there was no reason for them to be there yeah um, they won MLS's back tournament under <laughs> That's, him yeah um, but yeah I think he I think he underachieved overall yeah as a manager there because um, they they've they have a great team now um, they've had I think they've had good pieces all along mm-hmm. they just um, kind of clicked under him yeah. And the, fan, the fans, while they hate him for like his coaching and his tactics, like he is loved throughout the city of Portland. Yeah, and I think like he, he's a great guy, but like yeah, I think he tried to implement a brand of playing that suited the city really well. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty high tempo, um, aggressive. Um, so when they were clicking, it was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But when but when it's not, it goes it's, tits up. It's it really bad. goes yeah, tits yeah. up. Um, so yeah, that's the news out of the Portland Timbers this evening is that Savarese is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, another thought I had right after you sent it in the group chat was it's the return of Caleb Porter. Oh, God, <laughs> bring I him, bring not. him back, baby. I'd rather see Geo at the helm for like five more seasons than Caleb fucking Porter. <laughs> yeah, as a Sounders fan, it's really tough to like that guy. <laughs> But just based on the success that he's had at multiple clubs, I feel like he could do a job with this team. He probably could. Yeah. But I feel like they'll have higher aspirations, especially with the players they have in yeah. now. Fair, fair, fair. I haven't um, seen or heard any rumors, and no one's told me about who they're looking places. at, who they're scouting. I'm sure when they're, when stuff starts to come up, you'll hear about it. Yeah, probably not to the offseason, unfortunately. Yeah. But Yeah, because yeah, it sounds like they just, they, they're just going to stick with a guy for the rest of the season. I don't think Gio's time in MLS is up, though. Yeah, no. I think he'll be back. He, I think he, yeah. I think he's a good enough coach to, to figure it out and make it work. I can see him going to Red Bulls, to be honest. Ooh, yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope he lands on his feet, because, um, I mean, not that comparing him to Caleb Porter is really fair. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> I always liked it more than Caleb Porter. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think it's a good time to transition over to the Sounders. Because <laughs> another thing, when you sent this in the group chat of Savarese being sacked, is that um, I kind of feel like the Sounders are almost in that same boat where something's got to yeah. be done. I mean, we talked about this for weeks now. Mm-hmm. like. Schmetz has been tiptoeing on that line yeah. for weeks, and I even said... I think he fucking crossed over it last I night. I think so. I, I've said before, after we lost against Monterey, and I was like, if we end up losing to Atlanta, I seriously think he'll be in the hot seat, and I mm-hmm. think he will. Be, he should be. Yeah, um, I 100% agree, and I said it last night. Sorry, boys. I hate to say it, but <laughs> I think this is his last game in charge. He's still... Uh, yeah, he's, to he's this not point, gonna, yeah. He's still around. Um but yeah, dude, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised by the result, but at the same time, it's like a couple weeks off, regroup, get everyone together at the training ground, no international breaks, no like... Everyone's basically go- healthy yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than Roldan, 
uh, Christian Roldan. He is clear to play, yeah, but they just did, did a decision just to let him. Cautionary, yeah. yeah. Um, so a little bit of confidence crept in to my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, the 2-0 loss, I was like, well, same shit, different day. Yeah. Which sucks to say, but that's just the way it is right now. That's the story of the Sounders this season. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I went on Twitter for a hot <laughs> second just to see what some people were saying. And one of the tweets that I saw was like, they listed Rui Diaz's goal contribution over the last, like, however many games. And I think they listed JMO's as well. And I think combined it came out to, like, four goals maybe. Yeah. And then they listed Sam Aidenarian's goals this season with five goals, three assists, or something like that. And we let him go for free. Yeah, for free. And I think the gripe was... Not not to say that that guy's definitely a better player than the two players I just named, Mm -hmm. but the gripe was he never got his chance. Yeah. Um, And so I I was like, ah, that's tough for me because it's... I don't know. It's like... I guess maybe he should have gotten a chance, but Rui, I mean, uh, he was like he was hyped up during the academy too, mm-hmm. and with Tacoma Defiance, yeah. And we and he's never saw yeah. saw the pitch. He made the bench a couple times, yeah, but he never, never, no, never as a striker, never got substantial playing time. No, yeah, that's rough. I mean, we could use some different options there right now. Literally anything. Um. Did Hebert play? Nope. Hebert did not play. What the? F- like, I mean, at least just like just throw, throw people throw out there. All, yeah, put him. Well, on speaking of throwing phone. people out there, Josh Tensio still can't see the field. Yeah, Rothrock got on last. Rothrock night. got on. Uh, sorry, Vargas. Rothcock. 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 Yeah, Rothcock. Rothcock saw, <laughs> and then Reed got some yeah. time at left back. Yeah. Which actually, there's a little bit of thing on that. Only reason I think the only reason why Reed and Vargas even got so much playing time is they came on like in the 60th minute. Mm-hmm. Manchester United scouts were in Seattle, really watching Reed, Vargas, and Caleb Wiley for Atlanta. Wow. Okay. Damn, stretching that uh, scouting network. Yeah. <laughs> um, we could use some help over at United. <laughs> Bringing <laughs> the youth. Lie. Yeah. Um, get someone in to develop under Casemiro's wing. That'd be kind of sick. That'd be awesome. Um, no, but the rest of the season's bleak. Yeah, dude. I'm not looking not forward looking to anything. Good. It's not looking good at all. Do you think Schmetzer makes it... Disregarding results. Let's say they lose every game for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Let's say they go 500. Let's, yeah. you know, whatever. Do you think he's the man at the end of... The, like, after this season, do you think they keep him? I don't think so. I mean, I... At the front office, I can see them keeping him because he is a club icon. He's yeah. a city icon. Yeah. But from yeah. like a logistical standpoint, he should not. Yeah, I mean, if you're not see out. Win, and I know, I know, I just said results out the window, but I don't know, dude. Like one thing that stood out for me last night, and I know this is like the third time I've said it, but after Yakamakis scores the first goal. I, I shit you not. I didn't, I didn't have to pause. Mm-mm. I counted like five guys that just threw their arms up in the air. And they're all looking at each other. Like, what the fuck? Why, yeah. why didn't you do this? Why why didn't you do that? And if that's the state of things, it's that it just seems like really toxic It's, it's right not now. good. Like, I know yeah. 
Like, a lot of times on Nuhu and Liochu, they are butting heads the entire time. There's a lot of... Actually, Nuhu's been kind of butting heads a lot of people on the pitch. I saw a lot yesterday, like... Well, if, he had a fucking terrible game. He had a game. terrible game, but if he had a bad pass, he would yell at his teammate because they weren't in the right spot and not making the right run. He's Which, he, I feel like he's always kind of done that. Like he but this game was general. like... <laughs> it was over the top. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really... I noticed he had a really bad game, but I... I guess I didn't really notice him like blaming other. Yeah, he was not taking like any responsibility at all from the looks of it, at least. Dude, I mean, what was that defending on both of the goals? He got beat. He got beat both times. Yeah, he he was also flying into tackles like you don't really ever see him do, and getting like flying into tackles he shouldn't have been. Mm -mm. Like he's a smarter defender than that. I was just yeah, it was a weird night for him. Usually he's like our best best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really interesting to me, um, with everyone throwing their arms up at each other. Yeah, and I've been on teams like, like that, that yeah. where it's just it's so bad. You, there's no end in sight, and so what happens is is you start blaming each other mm-hmm. instead of sticking together, and that's what I saw last night. Yeah. That was my main takeaway: is these guys. I think they probably, for the most part, they probably all like each other. But mm-hmm. they, like, in the heat of games right now, they do not like each other. No. And you can see that on yeah, the pitch. it's visible. It's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Like we were saying, it's, it's, it's not, not a lot to look forward to. No. Um, I, I want to just, I want to see a re- restart and whatever. If it has to wait till the end of the season... I don't care at this point, but I think a refresh is needed. Yeah. Whether it's new coaching, new tactics, new players, something needs to happen. Yeah, like we were saying uh, before we started recording, we were talking about Philly um, and the age of their team. Um, And I was saying how their window might be closing Mm -hmm. on them to pick up a trophy because they have a good team. Yeah. and the Sounders had a, that really prolonged window from when Dempsey and Oba came. They obviously they might have won an Open Cup with those guys. They did, and didn't they win an MLS yeah. Cup too? Or no, no. Uh, Dempsey, Dempsey, Dempsey yeah. did. Yeah, but Oba never did. Yeah, Oba left before we got around to that. But that's when the window started, and then it went. I think it closed after um, CCL. Yeah, Champions League last year. So refresh, please. Yeah. All right. Good time to move on to Vancouver. A little San more Jose. positive. Yeah, definitely a little more positive. Obviously, the the result did not go in favor of Vancouver, but mm. it was a really exciting game. Yeah. Um, Vancouver will feel hard done by getting nothing from that yeah. game. I mean, they had an XG of like 1.9. Mm-hmm. They had 19 shots, like 8 on target. Yeah, they were peppering that keeper. Like And... Prop, massive, massive props to Danielle from yeah. San Jose. Like he had the game of his life. Yep. Man of the match. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> he had like a nine point rating as Dang. well, all across the board. Like Dang. that's insane for a keeper to get something like that high. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Big night for him. And then San Jose's goal. I mean, it was pretty well worked. Cade Cal got on the end of a clearance, um, and they just countered. I think it was like five passes and down the field. they were fast. Yeah, they were fast. Espinosa finished it off at the far post. It had to be Espinosa. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Captain, leading goal scorer. Yep. <laughs> um, he's the dude. He's good. 
I'm telling you, I mean, I said this forever ago when I did our midseason yeah. awards. He's yep. my favorite player in MLS yeah. right now. But yep. I remember you saying that. Um, not counting Messi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, uh, big positives though from the Whitecaps. Yeah. They looked. They looked so good. Ryan Gall didn't start, but he's just getting some rest. He had a little bit of a knock in training. Okay. Um, but the team looked good. They're all on fire. Richie Larea got the, his first start. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty damn good on that right wing. Yeah. Uh, Adekube did not start, but he looked, he looked decent good when he came yeah. on. Yeah, he was cre- he created a couple of decent opportunities mm-hmm. when he came on. I kind of like the formation they ran out with uh, Kubas, Vete, and I think it was Burhalter or Shop. They were all mm-hmm. in like that that middle three. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Was Different. it back back three? Back three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, Adekube and now I'm drawing a blank. Larea on those wing. Oh, the, those dudes are gonna so be fun. flying <laughs> up and down. It's gonna be awesome. Um, shit, I might just switch to making Vancouver just my main like team for yeah. the rest of the season, dude. I like you might have to just for fun because like it's fun to watch. Yeah, and like I was saying, like I watched the first like 23 minutes of the Sounders game, and it just like. I was like, I'm not doing this to myself. Turned it off. Oh, I did it. But also, I was also watching, like, Narnia. You need to this... like yourself more, man. I can't. I, can't. I hate myself too much. I was also, to be fair, I was watching Narnia okay. at the same time. Maybe that's the trick, is, like, put something else on, or, like, put a podcast in or something yeah. while like, the Sounders Anna and her mom were watching Nar- the first and third Narnia, and I was okay. watching the Sounders game, like, chiming in. Back I was like, forward. okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. I think... Um, Oh, one thing before we do yeah, move yeah. on, though, it's kind of interesting all over Whitecaps Twitter, because I'm obviously Sounders and Whitecaps. Locked in, yeah. A lot of fans were pretty pissed off at Vanny Sartini's, like, press conference afterwards. Oh. So he's kind of, like, joking around. Like, he was obviously mm-hmm. upset about the yeah. not being able to finish the, the, the shots they had, all 19 of them. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, joking around with journalists and kind of, like, having, like, a... He was in a decent enough mood. Yeah. Which, I guess, understandable... Like, mm-hmm. you just lost, you don't, and you're in a massive playoff hunt. Yeah. But I think um, they cut him some slack a little bit, because the team looked pretty damn good. Yeah. The first time they looked this good in a long time. I, what I was going to say is, I think some people need to understand that um, the Whitecaps are having a great season. It's not like they're going out and getting results like that every match week. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day... You yeah you take nothing away from that game as far as points go, but there were a lot of positives. Yeah, and so sometimes when you play like that and the result doesn't go in your way, you still got to be positive after the game um, to really emphasize like what you can build off of. Mm-hmm. Because if it gets buried in negative shit, then you know like what can you yeah, do? Yeah, you that? Can, you might not be able to like. You might get too focused on the negative side of things. Yeah. Um, so I get it. Yeah. No, and I, I guess agree. some people could with argue with like Schmetz doing that too, but like that's, that's a whole different story. That's yeah. different because it was over and over and over. And he was sure he was sure coding horrible yeah. performances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I get it. I'm there with you. People need to cut him some slack. And yeah. then last thing before we take our last break is um, any updates on the um, the Brazilian that Whitecaps were trying to sign or are trying to sign. Do you have anything? So he is with Whitecaps 2 right now. Okay. He's training with them. Nice. Apparently he's he's already looking really good in training. Nice. And from what I keep reading, keep hearing that there is like a special clause in the contract where he can be moved up to the first team. Oh, okay. On a very low contract. Yeah. And they have an international spot because they sent Caicedo to 
um, overseas, over, or to Colum- or back to Colombia. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. So they have an open spot. So if they really want to bring him up, they can. I could see them if things get pretty tight for playoffs towards the end of the season. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, that's cool. Great, great news for Whitecaps. Um, last break. We'll come back and talk more about League's Cup. He. Mm-hmm. Tournament like over. Um, the right team won it, I think. Yeah. And I think we, we've got some gripes, maybe some stuff we liked about it. <laughs> I, like, I mean, it was nice to see, see that the teams took it seriously on yeah. both sides. Yep, for sure. Like, it was just, it was nice to see Liga MX teams, like, actually taking it seriously. I didn't yeah. think they would. I yeah. thought they sent out a bunch of B teams against MLS, but, like, they went hard. Yeah. Yeah, and Monterey, I mean, I think if we went back and listened to our recording from um, right before the semifinals, I think, I think I had Monterey going to the final. We all did. Yeah, okay, because, I mean, up to that point, they were crushing teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is nice that all the teams took it seriously, and it's also nice to um, have a tournament that incorporates all MLS teams and all Liga MX teams. Mm-hmm. And not There's, just, like, select ones. Yeah, it like, doesn't, you don't have to qualify for it if you're in the top division. You're you, there, yeah. Which is cool, because it, um, it just... For me, it, it gives um, more exposure to, like, more of those lower-table, middle-table teams, mm-hmm. um, and more exposure to the teams from Mexico, too. Yeah, because I never knew anything about... Maybe like sixty percent of the teams, right, from Mexico. To yeah, be yeah. It's for me. It was my first time hearing of some like of them. a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um, but switching gears a little bit, there were quite a few flaws. Yeah, with the tournament. So I'll I'll let you get started with that. So I liked the World Cup style. That was probably another group highlight for me. Knockout. But my problem is, I hate their groups of three. I didn't understand. If you're going to do, like, a World Cup style, make it groups of four, mm-hmm. split them up evenly, make it yeah. more, make it more, it, it's felt weird. Well, I feel like with groups of, the group stage is more cutthroat with groups of three. Yeah. If you lose your first game, you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, you can still advance, but. Like, it's entertaining, but, like, it just didn't felt, it, it just didn't, I don't know, I just didn't like that. Yeah, it's less of a chance, obviously, that yeah. you make it out of the group stage, because um, if you don't pick up any points um then you're just kind of like you said you're fucked like the sounders i mean they got to their um final group stage game and they had to score four goal three four goals yeah just to even advance yeah so that that is tough i agree with you on that um the other thing that i didn't really care for um was the way that they did ties oh yeah so, for anyone that's unfamiliar, if you were tied at the end of regulation, you you split points, you each get a point, um, but then you go straight to a penalty shootout, and whoever wins that gets an, another point. So, the team that wins the penalty shoot, shootout ultimately walks away with two points. Which is some classic CONCACAF fuckery. Yeah, like, that's just, just, I mean, I don't know, what is that? I would like to hear from them, like, what that accomplishes. Mm-hmm. Does Is that is that to make up for the groups only being three teams? Maybe. So, like, if you, um, you know, it just, it's a little more, like, 
it gives you a little more of a boost if you tie because mm-hmm. you have another you have a chance to get another point. Yeah. Um, but it's I mean I don't know maybe I'll get used to it if they end up Over doing time, that again yeah. I could see them being like ah didn't really like that because um, that continued on through the whole of the tournament right yeah so straight to penalties straight to penalties Ed. and it's whatever extra time after five minutes after the 90 then all of a sudden oh right in penalties yeah. no extra time no yeah. anything interesting which uh, is not and it's I, not a FIFA regulation style play yeah and I wonder if that's also has to do with the tournament being crammed into the middle of the season mm, that might be if it's just a single month yeah which I will say that was one thing that I did like. Yes, it's different when you're, you know, when you're watching FA Cup or um, Copa d'Italia. Mm-hmm. They they kind of sprinkle those games in throughout the season. Yeah, like yeah, but Wednesday game. when you compact it like that, the pressure goes up a little bit, and, that's and it true. makes it a little more interesting. I guess it adds on to why yeah. the teams are taking it so seriously. Yeah, and you don't have to. <laughs> I, what another thing about that aspect that I like is like you didn't have to be like. This is okay. This is this the fourth or the fifth round of the cup, mm-hmm. and is it a knockout? It's like it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, as far as like they they laid game. it out pretty yeah. went really well for everyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I liked that. That that was probably like I think I think at first I was like, oh, they should have done it where the games are kind of sprinkled in throughout the season, mm-hmm. but there were I don't think there were too many like huge injuries. Um, obviously that could happen now from yeah. players being exhausted. Um, but as far as I know, nothing like huge. I know Monterey lost their striker and he's out for a few months, but that sucks. Um, but for, yeah, entertainment's purpose. It was, it was, it it was, was good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I do wish though, like, obviously it's a leaks cup. It's a mostly about MLS and league MX, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like they should add in the Canadian Premier League. Yes. I'm, I'm with you there. They're added. The Canadian Premier League is getting bigger and bigger every single year. Mm-hmm. I feel like now might be the time to, integrate them into it yeah. one it'll add like a fourth team for those group stages mm-hmm. and it'll just be interesting to see even more teams that we've never got the chance yeah. to see before i dude yes please add the canadian premier league teams that would be super cool um just to see like at the very least see what kind of level they're at because mm-hmm. I've, I've never watched it before it's entertaining is it you've watched it? i i mean where have you watched it where is that streamed so it's <laughs> on no <laughs> It's on one sports. It's in. It's a Canadian channel, but yeah. I got access to it because I was a Whitecaps reporter for okay. a while too. Yeah. Um, they can keep up with the three Canadian MLS teams pretty fairly well. decently. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Whitecaps are now running away with it. They're winning the Canadian championship two mm-hmm. years in a row. Mm-hmm. But some of the teams are giving them run for the money. Like Pacific FC is really fun to watch. York okay. City, they're really good. Okay. I wonder if um, MLS will eventually absorb that league or if they'll merge because there's already three canadian teams in mls mm-hmm. like, and how how many teams is in the top flight in canada uh, i think now there's either 10 or 12 yeah, something like so that it's not that, it's not many. that big now and the, the you know you know the way uh mls loves to expand yeah so i could see it happening that'd be kind of cool i've one like i'll compare it to this i've always Maybe not the entire Scottish Premier League, but I've always wanted like Rangers and Celtic and like like maybe Hearts or Hibs yeah, to join in there yeah, too. Yeah, th- I think that'd be really cool if some Scottish teams um, played in the EPL. I'm surprised um, they haven't done that. At least put them in the Championship or something. It's because of the 
um so scotland is a very like proud nation they don't want to be grouped in (laughs) with anything to do with england (laughs) that's i mean mean, obviously there are people in scotland that are like it would be like a constitutionalist here in the united states like they love the royal family they they fly the um united kingdom flag they don't (laughs) fly the scotland flag so there are people like that but i think uh, as a whole that country wants to be separate yeah um and also (laughs) i was it's funny you bring that up because i last week i was like looking that up like i think i just googled like why don't english teams play scottish teams and um the the like business side of the scottish premier league is set up differently than the epl Mm. i don't know the um exact details of it Mm. but the business aspect is different like the way the money is spread out is, mm, is different yeah in scotland so they probably changed their entire league completely if they yeah, did something like that totally totally um so it, but yeah going back <laughs> to yeah. the original point that'd be really cool to see some canadian premier league teams and i know that logistically it's not this would never happen but i'd like to see like them play more games in mexico at yeah, least like at least yeah. it's like in Tijuana, Mexico City, and Monterey, bigger, bigger in spots, the bigger markets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. I think, and like, I think I don't know. I mean, if I'm Liga Mekis, like, that would just I could see them getting frustrated with all the games being in the states. Oh, they are. Right? A lot of them were mad, especially when they played against each other. Like, totally. I forget who it was. Like, two Liga MX teams played in Houston, of all yeah, places. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember the team, so I remember that. Like, because I think we talked about it, and we were like, so where's that game going to happen? And you were like, oh, it's in Houston. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Plus, those, those bigger stadiums, like Azteca and, you know, the one in Monterey, those are great stadiums. Yeah. Like, so, they're known around the world. Like, just yeah. play this one game in there. And they're fucking pressure cookers. Like, it's so yeah. hard to win at those. Like, it would be... It like, would, up the ante even more. It would ultimately benefit everyone, I think. Yeah. So, it's a win-win. Definitely incorporate that yeah. as well. Unfortunately, Garber came out today in another interview, like, post-Leaks Cup interview, said that'll never happen. They'll never play any games in Mexico. Did he give a reason as to why? I think it was the travel. Like, their... Uh, Leaks Cup excuse in CONCACAFs is the travel. Okay. Which I guess makes sense. I mean, traveling throughout the U.S. is already rough as it is because yeah. how fucking big this place is. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think it'd be more entertaining, and like you said, or maybe maybe go like do like a um, one year on, one year off, where like next year's tournament will be totally based in Mexico, mm-hmm. and then you come back to the states the next year. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be fun. Yeah, because like I. I when the Mexican teams come here, I doubt they're traveling back and forth in between games. They probably just come just here to a hotel yeah. or whatever, and they stay here until the tournament, until their time is up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the MLS teams could easily do that as well. Yeah. Damn, we Only got be some, fair. We got some good ideas, dude. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> Actually, another cool thing that we just announced yesterday, or just this morning, I don't know, uh-huh. one or two, but apparently... <laughs> The CONCACAF Champions League winner of this year will be playing against the Copa Sudamerica winner. And the League's Cup winner, so Inter-Miami, mm-hmm. is playing against the Copa um, America, what is it? I don't know, with the Suda? 
There's a Sudo America and there's called Libertores. Libertores, that's Libertores. That was my guess. So it's Leafs Cup versus a Libertores winner, and then the winner of those two will play in one other game. It's called like the Copa Suda Interamericana, some shit like that. But it's yeah, it's (laughs) it's a long ass name, but it's super cool. No, I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, That's kind of like the UEFA Super Cup, I guess. Like winner of Europa and winner of Champions League. Um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. It's different, but it, I like it. It seems a little drawn out. Like, like why, these, these why do you four have to players. Involve, yeah. Why do you have to involve four teams? Can, yeah. Can it just be two? But yeah, you would think. No, but... I'll take it. The first cup you mentioned, the Suda. Suda Americana. Yeah, what country is that based out of? So most of those are going to be like some, some Brazilian teams, uh-huh. some Uruguayan teams. Okay. So yeah. That region. Okay. Cool. While Libertores is. Argentina. Mostly Argentinian yeah. and a couple Brazilian like sprinkled in, but right. well, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, okay, well, damn, I'm honestly surprised we had that much good to say about <laughs> I know, the league's cup. I expect this to shit on yeah, league's cup, too. but there's <laughs> too. there are more positives than negatives. But there's yeah. definitely some things that league's cup needs to implement for the next. What the trophy look like? Did the trophy look cool, or is mm-hmm. it pretty lame? I thought it was pretty lame. Damn. It looked like a pretty standard, like just a standard cup. Yeah, okay. but like. Not not like very tall. No, not like yeah. the Champions League or trophy, Europa. like for yeah. either one. Like it's just, even the Concacaf Champions League trophy was huge. And yeah. It was really cool. I kind of have a thing for trophies, like just the way they like look. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the aesthetic of the uh, the trophy? Well, that's... well, actually, here have you seen the picture of me holding the Champions League trophy? I don't know, dude. I have it on my Twitter. I have a picture of me standing in front of like a huge MLS Cup trophy. Um, it's obviously fake, but it was that century yeah. link at one point. So that is a real trophy. For context, okay, I was, cool. it was I was in the Sounders press box like yeah, that's a, a month that's or a, pretty decent a month trophy. after the game, and I got to hold the trophy. And I felt really cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Um, okay, well, that's all I've got. I think we'll probably just skip the last break between this segment and the conclusion, yeah. and uh, close it out now. Um, Cascadio teams will bounce back. The Timbers will get the new manager bounce, I'm sure. They will, yeah. Um, they'll come out fired up and happy that Gio's gone, it sounds like, unfortunately for him. Yeah. It's either going to kick off this weekend, this upcoming weekend against the Whitecaps, mm-hmm. another Cascadia Cup clash. Yeah, which you'll be at. Which I'll be at as a fan for the Whitecaps. Fuck the Timbers. But then <laughs> it's either going to kick off either this game or kick off the next week against the Sounders. Dang, they got two Cascadia games in yeah, a row. Which actually, too. interesting for the Timbers, they can actually win the Cascadia Cup with two in wins. Seattle. If they beat wins. Vancouver this coming Saturday, If they beat right? Vancouver and they beat yeah. the Sounders, they can, they'll lift the trophy in Seattle. It could happen. It could totally happen. I mean... God, I hope it doesn't, they, but... <laughs> they'll, they'll beat the Sounders when oh, yeah. they go there, but um, the real test is Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So that's the Cascadia game on Saturday. Um, kicks off at 7.30, and then on Sunday, the Sounders will go to Minnesota, and that game kicks off at 1.30. It's an early game. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't have to, like, try and watch it while I'm cooking, <laughs> cooking dinner. dinner or anything. Yeah. That's, that's been the struggle all season. If yeah. I'm not in Seattle, I'm always, like, doing something yeah. while the game's going on. It's like, yeah. I, I thought, like, oh, the sound will be on, it'll be good, but it's not <laughs> the same. No. Alrighty, man. That's it for me. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm good. Fuck you, Max. We miss you. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye.